Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. Did you spill your ear, Madison? I don't have it. Hey, what's going on? It's the get up show here. Sean and Charlie and Maddie on the Simon Says Podcast. Welcome to it. Hi. Hi. It's almost Memorial Weekend. I'm ex- I'm excited. Are you? I know y'all don't care about weekends. You don't care about people having fun. No, we I don't. don't ever have fun on it though. We don't like to do anything. Do you not? It's just the days of doing like cookouts and stuff and things. We don't do any of that. That's so your like, own fault. Yeah, do no, stuff. No one invited me. Well, Look, throw you're, one. <laughs> you're complaining about yourself. I can't. My I don't do anything safe. I don't you... have fun because I don't do anything fun. Haven't you listened to my commercials? I can't go on my deck. <laughs> well, but you can, I mean, you have a yard, don't you? That's where the dogs go, though. You can... <laughs> See, there's a, I'm done because there's so house. many excuses for everything, uh-huh. but... But I don't know why Memorial Day weekend's no fun. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Smell of charcoal. I put charcoal in my nose this morning so I can smell it all day. <laughs> it's a good look. It's a little black right there. So we did the hanger challenge, the coat hanger challenge, where you expand the coat hanger. Oh, be sure you subscribe and like and tell your friends and call us if you want to be on the podcast. 336-373-0987 is the number. I had a hanger in my car. Of course you did. As I always do. I knew there was one in there, and it still had a shirt on it. <laughs> Not when you brought it in here. So what you do is you take the hanger, and you squeeze your noggin in it, and for whatever reason, you involuntarily will turn your head. Now, does it have to be a wire hanger? Ah, uh, well, what are you thinking? What well, you got in mind? Well, because I don't have any wire hangers in my house. I got rid of all of them, and we only one? have plastic ones. That'll probably work on your Will head. It? it would snap and wouldn't work on my head. Your head's too big. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not think, that form-fitting. I think it comes down to how much play you've got in that hanger. Which is another thing, because, you know, we all did it, and we experienced that my head is turning and I'm not making it do that feeling. I had my daughter try it with... Exact same kind of hanger from the exact same dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I said, here, we'll do this. I did it once, and then I bent it back down, you know. And I said, here, you try it. She put it on, nothing happened. But I didn't turn my head. Okay. Well, you made yourself not turn your head. I don't I don't know. I mean, you said that, but it didn't just like start turning like you guys did. Yeah, but I think it's like something that only works if you just tell someone to do it. 
And you don't tell them why or what's happening. That's helpful because you know how I love to debunk everything. Exactly. That's what you did. I might have already been like, nope, not turning my head. Yeah. For some reason, you jumped up and you said you weren't hypnotized and then you left. (laughs) Do you think that possibly the opposite could be true, that we wanted to believe it so much that we turned our heads? No. I mean, for me, I thought what it was is that something about the way it settled it, it did feel like a well, little bit like pressure. a pressure it, it presses on a nerve that makes you yeah the heady turning nerve is what <laughs> exactly. they call it that's a medical term that's for what it. doctors call mm-hmm. it yeah so if you haven't tried that i think we've pretty much described how to do it <laughs> put, put the hanger on your head and see if your head turns i hope it does because I, I want everybody yeah, everyone should experience this at least once in and their lives. If it lives. doesn't turn, uh, go Google that on WebMD, and I'm sure you'll find out there's there's something wrong with you. <laughs> You've got a severe, heady, turning nerve. So I did a little um, good deed the other day. Didn't start out that way. Oh. I was going into the Taj Mateeter, the big fancy teeter, mm-hmm. and I'm walking in the side door, and there's a guy who is backing his car completely up the ramp into the covered area right up to the damn automatic door. He's he's backing his car all the way up to the door, and I can't get in the door because his car is there. Well, and so I go, what are you doing? And then my daughter goes, he's, on one, he's got one of those scooters full of his groceries. And I go, oh, oops. So it's pouring rain. So he jumps out of his car, and he, he really didn't jump out of his he car. He slowly of, got out of the car yeah. and came back around to the scooter. And I was like, oh, my God. So I come back outside and I go, can I give you a hand with that? And so I unloaded his groceries into the trunk of his car. And he's Mm -hmm. saying at the time, he's like, yeah, I got to get my car out. I'm in everybody's way here. I was like, don't worry about that. (laughs) No, no, you're good. You're not. No. That was somebody different than me. That was not me. (laughs) He said, "Uh, I got to get in the rain a little bit. I said, that's all right. You won't melt. He said, well, my hearing aids would have melted, so I'm not wearing them. God, you're just... So he didn't hear me yelling at the car. Oh, that's good. All he knows is I was the nice guy at you the store. You were conducting an orchestra at the side of his car with your fingers. I was <laughs> the nice guy him. who loaded his groceries for him. All right. What are his hearing aids made out of? Oh, I, he was, I don't know. Or was he being cute? Well, like he probably the, was afraid he'd get electrocuted. He was being cute about it. But he was very particular about his ice cream placement in the trunk of the car. Okay. you Beggars can't be choosers. Come on, man. Hey. You know, I figured if he had heard me yelling, this is my way of making that right. <laughs> and and does that make it right? Yes. Okay. And then bonus, he didn't have his hearing aids in, so he didn't even know. Bonus bonus is when he drove away, you got to look at everybody else and be like, look at this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't stick around for the end because he was driving his cart back in. So, you know. I saw a guy in one of those carts and it it to me it felt like he was really pushing the limits of what that's for. What do you mean? And I guess it was a judgment thing. He was he scooted up. It was at Costco, and he scooted up with the rest of his family, finishing his cigarette <laughs> lazily behind them. I don't know why. I just felt like it was a real judgment thing on my end. Well, but like, what? What's wrong what, with your what health? If, what if he had been bitten by a shark and was missing part of his leg? And his reason why he needs a scooter has absolutely nothing to do with his health, per se. Yeah, did you see a shark? I didn't see a shark. shark And I also didn't examine his legs. But I don't know. For some reason, it just felt like. And then I got stuck. I got stuck in the aisle with them. 
Uh, I went down the wrong aisle, and then old Smokey Scooty was there. And <laughs> uh, I, I guess I was real judgy of you. Hi, I was Smokey just like, Scooty. Oh, Thanks like, for listening. No. See, I've always wanted to try one, but they move so slow. You know, well, I told you I saw one where somebody was. I, I don't, and maybe it wasn't like that, like the shopping one, but it was. They were towing a a boat. <laughs> and I everyone, think that was photoshopped or something. It was. There's, it was a video. But and they can't could, fake video. That's, really? Yeah, the internet told me that. Yeah, so. because, you know, Superman. Look, TikTok wouldn't lie to me. No. Forget all my hard news. There's just no way you can pull, like a big boat, like a ski boat or what? Yeah, like a to- like a boat on a trailer. I mean, we're not talking a yacht, but it was a decent sized boat. Uh, I don't Like a 20 footer, maybe? I don't In know. In relation to a scooter, no it probably looked bigger than it actually was if it had been pulled by a truck, you know? So it was probably a little boat. I don't know. Google it. Google it. Google won't lie. <laughs> So what do we Google? That boat that Maddie saw? <laughs> nah, hold on, okay. Scooty guy with boat, oh, the boat. Scooty boat. All right, we do have some phone calls this week. Oh, Remember, yay. anytime you would love to be a part of our... Don't look it up now. I'm right. Scooty guy pulling boat. I bet I find it. Scooty guy. Yeah. That's... that's Boom. That, did you really find it that quickly? Okay, if you ever want to be on the podcast, 336-373-0987 is the number. Here comes some phone calls we've gotten... I'm up and uh, got oh, my no. heater going because it's chilly. Got my bike in my mouth. That's what settles me down, stabilizes me. But I'm thinking now, life about life. Older you get, your life becomes a storybook. Once mm-hmm. upon a time, and, and life is like a you've been to a tractor pool. You pull them sleds down that track. You start off, you're getting that track pretty good, and the further you go, it digs into the ground. Until you stall out. That's kind of been the way I am. I start off and then I get bogged down in relationships. Well, some of them I can't get started. Yeah. But anyway, kind of like with Clarence. Started out with doing a few years where he wanted to leave the bike farm too. Yeah. You know, working that bike all the time kind of gets to you. But anyway, he went back to his childhood press love, I reckon. That's what that sled behind the trotter pool does. The best way to do to win them is to go as fast as you can from the get-go. Move fast as you can, quick as you can, before it starts to bother it to dig into the dirt to stall you out. You don't have no time to waste. you got to make traction. But anyway, it's kind of like that. It's a storybook about once upon a time when you go back to the years thinking. But anyway, it's the way life is. Well, that's what I want to say about that. How deep was that? It's probably well, about the same as if you're trying to pull a boat behind a scooty. You <laughs> no, got to go as fast this, as you can because then you get bogged down. This is all about relationships boat. and love and and losing love. And yeah. No, it's how, about how to harder. win in a tractor pull. <laughs> I don't know what, what you guys were listening to, but it sounds like he had some good tips. You got to really gun that thing. But what a great <laughs> metaphor. I mean, both of those. Life is a storybook because at a certain age you're more reflecting on what you've already done. It, like he said, it's once upon a time. Aren't you digging that? And then, you know, making the tractor pull parallel. Dang, that's deep, man. You got to gun it. You got to go out there and give it your all while you can. Yeah. So, so you're actually excited about the wisdom that you got from old dude. Yeah, this time. <laughs> You know how many did you have to listen to to get real wisdom? Oh, from that good guy? God, a hundred! I don't know. He calls every day, all day. Yeah, <laughs> but but that right there, that really clicks. You know, are you in fact gunning it 
through the mud pulling that sled in the tractor pull or are you just sitting back there just you know puttering around what are you doing now i have things to think about today right what about you evaluate my whole life what are you doing i i i'm Yes, I too am reevaluating my life decisions Good. based on this man's analogy of a tractor pull. Good. Good. Do it. <laughs> hey, Simon, I got a deer joke for Maddie. What's the difference between deer nuts and beer nuts? Beer nuts are, uh, no, deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> Sorry, I blew that one. He screwed up. punchline. I give him credit. Hey, look, I, I like your joke, sir. And, that sounds like something I would do immediately and ten times over. Yeah, it reminds me of that um, that deer at the Walmart when they were in the bakery section, and it really didn't want to find any sourdough. <laughs> 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 but our beer nuts under? Or no, deer nuts were under the buck. Yeah. Oh God, I still screwed it up. Wow. But that you, guy, you and he could just—you're like fast friends. That, that's Alex. He used to work at a restaurant downtown, and he had the smartest oh, thing. Man. He had the smartest thing that he used to do. Like when Applebee's or Arby's comes out with a new sandwich, like mm-hmm. it's the new fried pickle cheese curd burger. He would see that commercial, and then he would make that the special. He would put it on the chalkboard as the special, and yeah. he'd rip off any great idea out there. And I thought, man, that is so smart. And yeah, he hasn't called in forever. Now he calls once in a while. Oh, but um, never mind. He calls all the time. I love that. I love openly ripping off great ideas and using them because we do that all the time. It <laughs> says who? It made me think about, are we ripping off enough great ideas and are we executing other people's brilliance <laughs> to the level that we should be? Uh, I mean, we try. Yeah. We, I, we're constantly monitoring exciting trends to see if we're on it. Right. But yeah. I don't know what we could else we could be doing. I mean, I don't think we could put a chicken sandwich well, on the radio. It's it's difficult to steal from other morning shows when we're on in the ta- morning. I'm not talking about morning shows. I'm talking about winners. Well, I'm talking about winners at life. I'm talking about brilliant marketing. So you want me to fry a chicken sandwich? Yeah. Now that that said, I feel like the to jump on the puppy monkey baby idea. I think that we do enough weird stuff. That's kind of like what when you, something catches your eye in a commercial or whatever, we kind of try to do that. Well, what's your slogan? We have some more meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's my slogan? Do better, try harder. There you go. Oh, <laughs> do that. Okay, I'm right. working on it. Hey, Simon, is it backseat driving? Ah, he's talking about the one thing that drives women the craziest when they ride with their significant other or husband. You guys remember what it was? It was the radio's too loud. Yeah. Is that true? No, because men yes. don't do that. Women do that to us. That is not true. That is one hundred percent true. No women turn the radio way. up loud on you. No, they, oh, you're gonna go that way. You're gonna go this way. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, he's backseat driving. He's not keeping up today. Uh, something's going on with you today. What do you mean? Yeah, you, something's up with you today. Did you hit your head? No, I don't. Think you okay? I I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. You want to talk about it? No. But the question was, what when men are driving, what drives women the craziest? And it's because the man has the radio up too loud. No, I was replying to that guy who said right. it was backseat driving. We got driving. that. Yeah, we know. We, know. Mm-hmm. we were here. We heard it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? 
You sure you're okay? I sometimes turn the radio down because I have trouble concentrating when it's too loud. Oh, God, you have to turn it down if you're looking for an address. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because no you idea can't why, see. But it's so weird. I could be rocking out so hard, and then when I'm getting ready to pull in somewhere, oh, got to turn it down. Yeah, absolutely. Every time. Where am I at? Am I there yet? But I, I tend to run mine kind of loud, depending on what's on there, you know? The only time it drives me nuts is if I'm wanting to talk about something. Oh, it goes and right up. Some song is on that he wants to hear, and he's just blasting it. And I'm like, but I was. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, this is awful. This is one of my guilty things as a parent. My kid was having a tantrum one time <laughs> when she was baby, yeah. still in the seat. She wasn't a baby, baby, but you know, she was walking, but she was still little in the car seat, and she was just whining about whatever. And it went from a whine to a scream. And so I turned the who won't get fooled again up all the way. I was like, you know what? You're not going to stop whining. I don't have to hear it. I, no, I mean, that's really not that bad. You're driving. What are you supposed to do? Nah, I yeah, I'm kind of the same with you on that one. It's like, I, I think that's something I would yeah, do or I probably have done. Although I also, my new thing is, my, my new favorite thing is if I have any opportunity to drop the kids off somewhere where there's other people and their peers around, you know, the radio goes up crazy loud with something embarrassing. Oh, if, yeah. At all possible. I love doing that. Delicious is the new hot jam that the kids really enjoy being dropped off to. Oh, I love um, that song. Yeah. Now, uh, it's got to be the original Fergalicious, not the... Oh, no, not uh, the new Jack Harlow version. No, because no. that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Fergie's Fergalicious. Okay, Grandpa. No, I like to pull up and play, like, um, hymns. Like organs and hymns. Oh gosh! Oh yeah. Or, or um. That's the name of a hair loss medicine. I was like, you're playing balding commercials. Is it for balding or is it for something else? Both. Oh, okay, good. Hey, it does all, both. All the man things. Wow, my hair's back and well. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> but uh, oh, I like that. Yeah, I like to pull up with the organ, like the Southern Gospel Station. Mm-hmm. Pull up with that blaring. Oh, I like or, that. Or the Mexican Station. I love the Mexican Station. By the way, I listen to that when I'm not doing work. Mm-hmm. You know, because I listen to all the stations for work. I listen to the Mexican station a lot. Huh. Pull up on that. Or a classical sometimes is fun to pull up. Pick I don't think up. that's as embarrassing. I do like the idea of some real, real hardcore church music. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. With the... Or a nice somber organ. Yeah, man. Like a real, like a funeral dirge. You're that picking it fun. up. You're picking up what I'm laying oh, down. Have you listened to... Um, what is it? Uh, throat singing. No. I think, all right, so you watch a lot of the Viking shows. You know, like all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the chanting. Yeah. I, uh, that's my new jam. No. Like, the kid turned that as like, there's like death throat chants or something. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even stand it when it was the intro for The Last Kingdom. Oh, I love it. It's beyond annoying. Dude, I love Viking stuff. Do you really love it? I do. That was such a neat time. What's going on with him today? I don't know. What? Yeah, I mean, if we both think something's going on, then I think that we're probably right. Just because you're not I mean, down with Vikings, if, I don't know. If throat singing sounded like Nine Inch Nails, I would understand, but it doesn't. No. I How do you like a, that? Look, uh, yeah. Now you got to pay for that. <laughs> that's a uh, copywritten Only allowed five seconds of throat singing Oh uh, my bad Alright no <laughs> We still get uh, What was his name in Sling Blade Billy Bob Thornton Yeah the character 
I don't remember. Oh, Carl. Carl. Yeah. People still call up with Carl. When did, didn't we figure out that was like 1991 or something? It's, it's been yeah, a long, long time it's ago. It's been a while. <laughs> well, that was sure. from the TikTok. Oh. I, I know what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas in it. And it goes along with usually a video of a car that's in a ditch or something, <laughs> or the engine's missing. Okay, all it's, right. It's actually from 96. 96, but still, people call us all the time doing oh. the Carl voice. What's the other one? We get a lot of, like, Yoda. <laughs> oh, Beavis and Butthead still pop up. Yeah, they. that's even yeah. older but than no, Swing No, you're Blade. right. Carl is, like, top, top five, top two. No doubt. What do you have? Call us, 336-373-0987. We'd love to hear your Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> hey, Simon, how do I become a DJ for your radio station? My name is David Corby, and I'm very interested in becoming um, part of your staff. My number is 781. Um, I'd like to hear from you, but if not, I just want you to know that I enjoy uh, your platform. I enjoy your uh, the music that you put out there and it's very refreshing that someone uh would take the time to play all the all the songs from the 70s 80s 90s 2000s and 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 really uh um entertain a lot of people a lot of the demographics so i appreciate you if i don't hear from you again know that you're doing a great job thank you very much bye-bye what a voice on that guy. Well, that was really nice. He does have a fantastic voice. That makes me want to, whenever I hear somebody doing that, it challenges my testosterone. So, little. listen, man. We have to I appreciate lower our voice. Do you ever but... do that when you, um, so at the doctor's office where um, my boyfriend's son goes, there was this guy named, I still remember his name was Aaron, and he would answer the phone, and you just, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy has the best voice. Hmm. And... I think I even told him that once, and he's like, "You're a weirdo." But, <laughs> um, but do you do that when you notice people have a really good voice? You're even kind of like, "They should be on the radio." Do I tell them? <laughs> well, do you just notice it? Oh God, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, because there's a few where I'm like, "Oh my God, what do you stop that?" I was like the, that homeless guy to try to keep up. He, I mean that. Well, yeah, but he name? used to be in radio, and yeah. then he became homeless. <laughs> now, now this guy, um. He's got a great voice, but what do we tell him about how do you become a radio DJ? Because everybody got into it differently, you know? Yeah, we all did differently. I mean, Maddie went to, actually went to school for it. You did? Yeah, for the most part. Huh. We took communications in college. I watched a lot of uh, foreign films. It got me ready for radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just knew, like you walked, how did you get in it? Uh, needed money for a plane ticket. And there was a radio station near the house, and we used to go up there. There was a dude we knew who worked there who was leaving, and we used to make noises in the background once in a while. And so mm -hmm. my friend called me up, and he goes, hey, what's-his-face is leaving the radio station. I'm going to go up there and apply for that job. And I was like, oh. And then I'm thinking, no, you're not. <laughs> so before he could get there, I went up there and... You're so mean. You stole your friend's job. Well, I got hired on the spot. Yeah, obviously, I, you know, they saw the talent. They knew what was up. Well, look at you. You're a sweet <laughs> boy. How you doing? Yeah, so um, had never had any experience. Walked in, got the job, and didn't. And ended up not getting that plane ticket because I, I wanted to keep working there. Weren't you like a teenager, though? Yeah. Okay, so I was in my mid-20s before I ever got into radio. And um, 
I just knew somebody who started working at a radio station. And I was like, wow, that'd be a really cool job. And he's like, go talk to so-and-so and we'll get you on as an intern. And I worked for free for like two years mm-hmm. and I was not in college, <laughs> but I was an intern. And then they actually hired me on part-time and I went from there. But yeah, we all have completely different stories how we got doing this. So Yeah, I worked in some really tiny rinky dink i won't call them rinky dink because at the time it was a big big deal but some real tiny stations like some people always did you always dream of being a dj did you like talk into your tape recorder and when i was five i got my first tape recorder and i immediately started doing radio shows i would be the dj and i would sing the songs yeah and i would do commercials see i never imagined talking on the radio i was i mean i i wanted to work in music i wanted to like be a manager of bands and things like that but i'd never even i had to have someone tell me tell me you should be on the radio okay huh what if they'd have told you you know you should be working on bridges uh underwater with a scuba tank god my life would be so different i know somebody who did that (laughs) really yeah uh that lady Nisi that I used to work with, her husband used to do that. Oh, Nisi. Okay, so what about you? What's your story, your first station? Uh, honestly, I was a super fan of some local radio like shows growing up. So I did like a high school project on one of the morning show guys. Cool. Like a video project and interviewed him and like did all this stuff. I had won contests from them before, but then I never thought of it as something I could actually do until right. I got to college and then the my junior year we got our, our radio station for the first time at that school so i was in on it from the ground floor hmm. and then i really got into it and i wasn't really good at anything else <laughs> so i interned for a station and then i was about to start a job there and then i moved down here and then i got a job from somebody else like had interned at a state at this station before it became this station if that makes sense so your first commercial station was the one you're still on yeah Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've, only, I've only technically worked worked for two stations. Yeah, but you, you did leave here for a little DC. bit and then you came back. Yeah, he yep. went to major market. Mm-hmm. He was in major DC. market. Yeah, I went from I went from yeah, ninety eight seven, whatever it was, the point to HFS in DC to back and, to here. And back. That's crazy as hell, man. You know how many little stop offs I did on my way to DC? Oh, dude, tons of people. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's just how it's it's weird how it worked out. It was like this person knew somebody and then put in a word for me and this person knew somebody and Yeah. I mean, even with me, I've had four different stations. Well, five technically, because two of them were here, but I'm I'm not gonna stop down and do the math. I've been <laughs> been at a few but i never thought it was never something it's funny when i hear people oh i've always wanted to be a DJ. like i never wanted to be a dj it just kind of happened mm-hmm. like i just started doing it and then i was doing it and the next thing you know how many years later you're like what do you do for a living i'm like i oh it's hard to explain people don't <laughs> get it i talk uh, on the radio so what was your other path what were you going to do what did you think you were going to do before that happened um, I have a degree in business marketing. I went to college and yeah. was going to do something in that sense, but then met people. I I was going to move to Los Angeles and work for a record company. That was my actual dream. There you go. But my plans fell through because my friend I was supposed to move with got pregnant and married in that order. And dead bitch. <laughs> no, but it just it like threw everything off kilter. Yeah, it did. You know, my big plan was changed because I didn't think I could afford to move there by myself. 
And so then I floundered for quite a while until oh, I, you were fishing. Yeah. Oh, that's until good. <laughs> until my friend got me the job at the Fox in Charlotte. What about you? What was your job going to be? I didn't I hadn't gotten to that point. I really <laughs> I was just working in kitchens. Hmm. I was in the restaurant business just making money. And, and people I, do that I forever. Didn't have a, I didn't have a real passionate goal of anything I wanted to do until I started kind of doing the college radio station and then interned. And then they're like, hey, do you want to come work here? And then I smartly moved to North Carolina away from the job, hmm. but then got a job anyway. So, How cool. But yeah, no, I think my fallback is still... Kitchen. Uh, yeah. Uh, or not, not at this point. Um, on overpasses, uh, bus station, <laughs> bus terminals. <laughs> I thought for a minute I was going to be a lawyer or a writer or a teacher, and then there were some other things. But uh, yeah, I always wanted to do this. I always pl- like playing with that little tape recorder. My grandmother was a librarian, and they phased out their cassette recorder, so she brought it to me. Like I said, I was four or five years old, and. Started right then, mm-hmm. doing shows. Yeah, my dad had it. He was a lawyer, or he, well, still technically is a lawyer, but he had a tape recorder with a little microphone for yeah. dictating, and I would mess with that all the time. Oh, those are the best. If you've got an external mic yep. on your cassette player, and you've got your rotary dial phone handset, you can put the microphone onto the earpiece, and it picks up the entire phone call and you can hear them through the speaker while you're recording it, while oh. you're doing your prank call. Oh, neat. That's how, <laughs> oh, okay. When I was a little kid, that's how I used to do my prank calls. I did prank calls when I was like single digits doing that stuff. Did I mean, we yourself- did that, but not for a radio, for our pretend radio show. We just did it because we were did you record bored, them? mean little kids. No. That's what I'm saying. I kept them. <laughs> and some of them weren't mean. Some of them, it was just like call a random number and go, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny. And then the person would either hang up or they'd go, nose? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yeah, you win! Oh, there was none of that. It was just like, click. But uh, I still have those cassettes. Wow. Of of my stupid Uh, fake shows. We threaten this every time, but I feel like at some point, like I I realize I'm going to have to eventually go back through my recordings of like, what we called air checks where you yeah. record all your all your stuff yeah there's so mm-hmm. many interviews and things that oh, I, yeah. I don't have i found like i found a whole cd of um so like artists mu- musician drops and stuff like that had a couple of interviews on it but not like i i know i had so many other ones yeah. that well, i know i have somewhere what's funny is that for us the formats that they're on throughout the years is like my very first air check is on a cassette but then yeah. i have dat tapes which there's nothing to play those on and the then some dinosaur. things are saved on cds mm-hmm. and now it'd be on a you know a jump drive or something i've got remember when you used to leave someplace and you'd steal the mail bins to yeah. put your stuff in i have those full of cassettes i have cardboard moving boxes full of cassettes and i have the totes the plastic totes with the lids mm-hmm. full of air checks wow i mean thousand from every station i've ever been on and I'm thinking, like, I had a, a friend of mine ask me one time, will you make me uh, a CD or will you convert to digital some of your old air checks so I can check them out? And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll get around to that. Never. It's too many. We really need, you know what, I think that would be fun at some point. It, it'd be incredibly embarrassing, I know, for myself. God. But 
I think we should bring some in. I've oh. never listened to that cassette tape that oh, I have you, of my You first already make fun of me. From I know when it's got to be terrible. Uh, man, I was a total smoke show. I'm bring, hey, I'm, of course, yeah. He, he was perfect from the day he cracked that mic. I'll bring y'all in some air checks and bring a tear to your eye. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's be, oh, but he would, this was like Mine late too. 80s, early 90s. I bet he was like total boss radio. Yeah, totally. Drop a, drop a phone call into the top of the hour jingle type G-105. of stuff. G105. Yeah, man. Squeeze a phone call in uh, on the intro music on a commercial you know, all that kind of Playing stuff. Playing the hits and smelling your pits. Well, that's similar to what we said. I think you sprayed them. <laughs> you sprayed them. <laughs> and and you could also say, Playing the hits while you're cooking your grits. Oh, Only in the South. That's real regional. <laughs> One more call. Hey, Simon, this is Creed from Atlanta Cullen. Now, I wanted to defend Sean for just a second. I just heard the podcast. He's, he's defending me. Not to belabor a point. Oh. He was absolutely correct. Here in the South, you got to understand the word is pecan. I don't like that word. I say pecan. That doesn't matter. Here's the real story. You never admit you're wrong. So that's not what I'm saying. In the South, Sean picked up on my small subtleties, implicating, implying that I might be wrong. However, we don't say we're wrong. It's kind of like when we say bless your heart. If you don't know what that means in the South, you don't get the subtlety. So he's just picking up what I'm laying down because he's from the South. <laughs> I want to let you all know one other thing. I love it. I've known Stephanie Stuckey, who is the daughter of the man who started Stuckey's roadside gas stations, yeah. and they oh, yeah. have the pecan roll. That's what they call it. Not what I call it. That's what they call it. When I was in Greensboro, St. Pius and Joyner Elementary taught me how to say pecan, not pecan. But don't argue with Stephanie because she will tell you it's pecan, not pecan. And since they're the kings of pecan rolls in this country, I will listen to her and defer to her that she is correct and I may not be. That's all I wanted to say. You can follow Stephanie Stuckey at Stuckey Stop on Instagram. She's a really (laughs) cool lady and she's trying to bring Stuckey's back to every place you know in America. She's even thinking about buying some of the old places and fixing them up that have been abandoned. Some of those really cool old roadside attractions. So give her a follow at Stucky Stop on Instagram. She's probably on Facebook, too. Talk to you soon. There you go. There's Creed. Appreciate you, Creed. Yo, huh. hold up real quick on that. I will say this. We were talking about Bucky's and how like we had only seen it on you know TV and everyone goes off about how crazy. But I will say like I until I came down here, like the the. The Stucky thing, mm-hmm. I remember that was one of the first times you walk into a gas station. You're like, "What is going they on?" There's, yeah, it was like there's a, snacks and gift items and a gift shirts shop, and, and, mm-hmm. and they definitely were the uh, kings of the pecan roll. It's pecan log roll, and they also often will have a real cool little cafe in there cooking regional yeah, favorites. Some, right. some of them do. Yeah, back in the day, especially they did. I remember going into some of those. We still have one on the eastern shore of Virginia, and every time I'm over there, up the road, as we say, if you're going 13 north, it's up the road. If you're going south, it's down the road, and there's county line reference there. But anyway, the Stuckies is up the road, and I always go in there. They have local bacon. like this. It's in a bag, you know, that cloth bag, Yeah, just sitting out. And the whole place kind of smells like it. Mm. You can get that or you can get a country ham in there. 
and everything else in the world. You know, fireworks, a poncho, yeah. a sombrero, whatever. It's Flyers, all there. Yeah, tape. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, there is there are still Stuckies out there. That one is still in good shape, and they have the little cafe and everything. So yeah, I would love to see them come back. Yeah, I think that's really, that is actually very cool. Yeah. All right, so that's going to about wrap up the podcast. If you ever want to be on 336-373-0987, we would love it if you would uh, subscribe and click a like. By the way, wasn't this 121? Podcast 121. 121. Final thought, Charlie? Um, Just go work somewhere for free, and you never know. Many, many years later, you might still be there. What about you? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Scooty Guy Pulling a Boat. Google <laughs> Scooty Guy Pulling a Boat. How you they're sp- doing the Lord's work. How are you spelling Scooty Guy? Uh, S-C-O-O-T-Y and then Guy G-U-Y. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Bye. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.